Light. I'm your indie fantasy author, Melinda Casser, and I'm back just to give a quick update on where things are, what's going on. So this is the first week of NaNoWriMo. I said in my last video that I wasn't planning on taking part in NaNoWriMo this year because it didn't really align with the goals that I had, and now I'm regretting that because the pressure and community aspect of it might have gotten me through some tough days this week. It, I might have gotten more words down. So I don't know. So where I'm at right now is that I haven't written anything on my current work in progress, which is Rogue Ranger, the third book of the Robin of Larkspur series. And it's not because we're fighting, although we are fighting and I'm still not sure what to do about this chapter. There's a whole bunch of things going on in it that I'm just, I don't know where she's going with this. I know where I wanted things to go, but we are really far from that that outline. So I'm having to think on my feet and figure out where we can go with this. She's just introducing a ton of new characters that I don't even have names for. I don't know if these characters are going to recur. Uh, I'm just I'm just along for the ride at this point and I really want to get back to I really want to get back to Sarn's point of view and I feel really bad about this because I, I the book is supposed to be about Robin, but I just enjoy writing about Sarn so much more. He's such a fun character and such an easier character to write about. So that's my guilty confession of the week and as to why i haven't been writing i i have a day job i've mentioned this before i commute to the office two days a week because they require that so on those two days i i try i end up falling asleep on my keyboard or on my phone and i have no idea if i actually got any words down other than the gibberish that my face created when it struck keyboard I don't really go by word count because I don't have a specific word count that a book needs to hit. This book has already hit the minimum that I try to always hit. So anything over this is like, let's just complete the mission and let's move on to the next book. So I, I don't have a set word count goal for this book. We've already exceeded the minimum that I wanted to hit. And that's all I shoot for when I write books. I decide on a minimum number of words that we need to hit to do to convey what's going on and do it in a really good way. I just come up with an estimate and we've already hit that. So we don't need to go all that much further unless the plot requires it. I'm still not sure what the plot requires because I still don't know where exactly she's going with this. The other reason that I haven't written much was because I mentioned this a little bit on social media and I also, well, I mentioned it, but it's Rand writes the newsletters, but I write them because he's a fictional character and can't physically write them. So I actually write them in his voice. I know that's confusing. It's a lot of fun if you have me on my newsletter list, if you happen to get these, because the newsletters are mostly fiction. Uh, there is a generous helping of autobiographical details of actual reality woven through it, but a lot of it is just the characters goofing off and, well, mostly Rand goofing off and having a good time, complaining about not getting enough page time and... Uh, I write a lot of uh, fun little short pieces in there involving the characters, often in our world, causing me no end of chaos. It's just, it's a really fun thing. And uh, I started the newsletter a couple of years ago, and people who get it seem to really enjoy it. I enjoy writing it. I often don't know what Rand's going to be doing in the newsletter until I've actually written it. So every week is a new adventure for me too, not just for the wonderful people who subscribe to it and look forward to it and open it each week. And in this week, well, we had two this week. The first newsletter was the normal one that goes out every Monday. And then I sent another newsletter on Thursday. And in that one, I discussed what I'm going to stop beating around the book and talk to you about, maybe. Okay, all right, no more beating it around the bush. So on Tuesday, well, let me back up. So on Monday, I went to the office, drove home. There was traffic. It sucked. I live in New York State. 
I'm in the New York metro area, the New York City metro area, so traffic can get sort of ugly. I'm also commuting in the same direction as most of the traffic. I'm headed south in the morning. I'm headed north in the evening along with literally everyone else. In addition to that, I'm also heading east in the morning and west in the evening along with literally everyone else. So, yeah, I sit in a lot of traffic both ways, which is not fun. Uh, after working eight-hour day, it can be really tiring because you have to get in a car and you have to think and pay attention and make sure that, you know, the cars are not or that the cars actually see you and don't try and change lanes when your car is physically occupying the space, which happens a lot more often than it should. So I'm always having to drive defensively and react to what's going on. In addition, like almost half of my commute is taking roads that trucks use. So I'm also trying not to get sidewiped by giant Mack trucks, most of which have the Amazon logo or the UPS logo or various other produce logos. Um, so yeah, that's that was Monday. And I got home and I was all fired up to, I was going to narrate chapter 16 from Curse Breaker Enchanted, which I did actually do, but I didn't do it on Monday. I did it on Thursday. And I saw an email from Kindle Vela saying that they had finally taken down the chapters from Curse Breaker Revealed that I had published on there many, many months ago. And I requested it like two months or so ago that they remove this. And the reason that I requested the removal, because I didn't have to, I was still able to publish Curse Baker Revealed as an ebook and a print book and also an audiobook without having removed it from Kindle Vela because that is okay in their terms of service. But what's not okay is I could not add Curse Baker Revealed to the box set that I wanted to release. Um, because I like to I like to box things up. I do it for the fans. I do it for people who like to binge read. The box sets are always cheaper than buying the individual books. And I do that so there's always a way for people, for readers to get the books. That there's there's always a way that's a little bit more affordable. So that's something that I like to do. I try to get like nice artwork for it. And so I had everything ready to go because I read through the terms of service and everything was okay. So I could give a copy of the trilogy in the box set format, including Curse Baker Revealed, to my patrons on Patreon ahead of it being removed from Kindle Vela because the box set was not on sale anywhere. So everything seemed to be okay from that perspective. So I sent it to my wonderful patrons um, a couple weeks ago and now it's down. So on Monday night, I had everything ready to go. So I just uploaded the copies of not the copies, the files for the box set for Curse Breaker Book 7 to 9 to all of the retailers. I am not in Kindle Limited, so my books are um, everywhere. So th- th- there was a lot involved in that. There, I had to publish it to Amazon and to Kobo and to Barnes & Noble and to Google Play and to, uh, you know, to a distributor to get to Apple because... I'm not an Apple person. And so I did all of that Monday night and then I passed out. It was, I didn't get any writing done that night. I tried to, I looked at the document and, and as far as I got. And then on Tuesday, I got up, threw on some clothes, ran back to, well, drove back to the office, dealt with wonderful New York traffic, which is not all that wonderful. I worked until around lunchtime, which I usually go for a walk because I can't sit anymore. I'm not one of those people who can sit all day. I, I work with some of those people. I don't understand how they can sit for eight hours and not even take a lunch break. They only, they only get up to go to the bathroom. I, I can't do that. So I 
left my desk to go take a lunch break and go for a walk. And I saw, an, you know, an email icon. I was like, oh. And I saw it was from one of the stores that I had uploaded Curse Breaker book seven to nine to. And so I opened up the email and I saw there were other emails. And I was like, oh my, because when you hit publish on any on all of the storefronts, they all say the same thing. It'll publish within 72 hours. So you don't, you never know when it's going to actually publish. So... I honestly wasn't expecting like one o'clock the next day to be the time that it had published, but I saw a few emails. So I started checking them and then I went to the storefront just to make sure everything's okay, that the blurb is there, the cover showed up, the price is correct. And also to make sure on Amazon that it didn't add to Kindle Unlimited because I had uploaded it to other storefronts. So I wanted to make sure that because I didn't check the checkbox. I just wanted to make sure that it didn't check itself or that nothing happens and that it is there and not part of Kindle Unlimited, just for peace of mind. And so by taking those extra few minutes to do that, I was still in the building where I worked while on the other side of the block a violent crime happens. I didn't know at the time it was a drive-by, but I found out later. I walked past after right after it happened, I saw the person on the ground, I saw people trying to help this person, and I saw the blood running down the sidewalk. That's something that'll probably stay with me for the rest of my life. I hope that he's okay. Um, I There wasn't anything I could do. He was surrounded by a lot of people trying to help. And as I was staring at all of this, the emergency services showed up. So I left to be out of the way because I had nothing to contribute. I didn't see what happened. I turned the corner after it happened. I didn't hear anything because I had my earbuds in and they're sort of in their noise canceling. And I was listening to a podcast. I love Star Talk by that. I love that podcast. And so I was listening to Neil deGrasse Tyson and Chuck Nice talks about physics. And I think they were doing a cosmic query. I'm not entirely sure because my brain just sort of screeched to a halt as I saw this because it's not something I expect to see. I don't work in New York City. I did years ago. I don't now. And so it's not something that I expected to see in this part of Westchester County. And so that was sort of was very jarring. I was just in shock. I sent messages to my boss and other bit about what had happened. I ran into another coworker who had talked to one of the cops and found out what exactly had happened and told me that it was a drive-by. And we walked and talked for a bit, like just both of us just in shock. And I did finish my walk and I went back to the office, still in shock about this. You don't, it's not something you expect to happen when you go to work. And I told some of my coworkers and well, they had already heard about it because the other person, their lunch ended before mine did. So they were already back and spread. I guess they were spreading the word to anybody who would listen, which I understand like when you're in shock, you want to tell people you need, it's not like misery loves company or shock wants company. It's, it's more like you need to talk about it to process it yourself. So when I got back, like immediately the members of my team, I feel so bad. My boss was on a call. A We don't use Zoom. We use Microsoft Teams, but it's similar to a Zoom call with the camera and the microphone. And my entire team, as I walk in, except for my boss, was like, oh my God, what happened? What did you see? At, like just wanting all of the details. So I told them what I had seen and what I had heard. And they were all pretty shaken by this. And then another one of our coworkers found an article in a local paper a few hours later and sent the link around. And we got even more details that this was a crime in retaliation of another crime that happened somewhere else in the the small the city that I work in. And so hopefully that's the end of that cycle of violence. Um, so I went home Tuesday night, dealt with the traffic, 
Tuesday night was election day, but I had already voted, and I'm really glad that I did. New York State has something called early voting, which started on October 29th and ran till October, November 6th, I mean. And I went on October 29th because the polling place that, one of the polling places that I saw on the list was only like four miles away, according to like Google. So I was like, I really don't have any reason not to go. I didn't have anything going on that Saturday. It was nice and sunny. I had other errands to run that I could run in that direction. So I got in my car, went over and voted. There were a line of people. So I was definitely not the only person with that in mind. So that was pretty cool. And I was really grateful this past Tuesday that I had voted early. So because it was just not even a thought in my mind. I went home and just couldn't really just couldn't settle. I just couldn't get that image of the blood running down the sidewalk out of my mind. I don't actually know what I did on Tuesday afternoon at work. I, I know I did do work. I, I There's notes, there's comments in the project system that I tested things and approved things, but I have no memory of it at this point. So I came home and did some laundry, just couldn't settle. So I was just like doing anything to just keep busy. And so that was Tuesday night. I tried to write, but and then I ended up just making like TikToks uh, because it's sort of fun to play around with some of the effects in the videos. I'm not very good at making TikToks or TikToking in general, but I do enjoy playing with some of the effects and like sticking my book covers in it and just like playing around with it. And that it's creative. It's kind of fun. And maybe somebody will look at it. Maybe it'll make an impression. Most likely not. But still, it's it's still fun to play with sometimes. And it was mindless. So I did that. And then before I knew it, I was really, I was falling asleep. So I did. And then on Wednesday, I worked from home because we only have to go into the office two days a week. So I worked from home Wednesday. Still couldn't settle, couldn't focus. So I ran out on my lunch break and I picked up some of my favorite things like fennel and other deliciousness. And I, after work, I just cooked for hours and hours and hours and made all the things that I like and tried to make them as healthy as possible because I needed the challenge. It wasn't just cooking to be busy. Well, I also needed there was a, I had run out of food, so I had to cook, but I needed a challenge to keep my brain busy. So I was trying to really healthify things for a challenge. There's certain things that I'm allergic to. So trying to make things that use. So yeah, so I did that. And I didn't. And then after I cleaned up everything, I tried to write, but I fell asleep. I was just too tired to beat. And today I did record Curse Breaker Enchanted chapter 16. So that got done today on Thursday. And now I'm making this short. Well, it was supposed to be short, but now we're at 17. So I should probably stop. So that's where I'm at right now. The shock is wearing off. It's still sort of with me. I've lived in New York all of my life, not in New York City, but in the metro area and never seen anything like this. So it was jarring. And I hope that he's okay. And I hope that he recovers speedily. I don't know who he is or what his background is, but nobody deserves that to happen. You know, no one deserves to be minding their own business and someone driving up and shooting them. That's no one deserves that. So I think I'm going to close on that pressing thought, but that's where I am. That's what's going on. But I am, well, there's a storm coming, uh, the remnants of a tropical storm. So there'll be heavy rain and high winds next couple of days, but I'm going to get stuck in and just work on Road Ranger. We are going to just either I'm going to end her or she's going to end me. Like we're, we're just going to see what we can do with this book because we're at that point where we've got to, got to start wrapping this up and I owe my patrons some more chapters. So she's got to, we've got to come to some agreement on this. So that's where we're at. Thank you for following. Thank you for listening to me and I'll see you in the next one.